Saved by the Bell premiered on August 20th, 1989 on NBC. Let's put 22 minutes on the clock. Pilots studying Chris and Grimes. They're talking all of your favorite shows. But only the pilot episode that means the first show. In case you didn't know. And that's the premise behind Pilot Study. Hello and welcome to Pilot Study. My name is Chris Lantina and I am your host. And I'm joined in person for the first time ever by the one, the only, the second most popular DJ in America to Casey Kasem. It's Grimes. Welcome, Grimes. Thank you. I'm happy to be here in your residence recording That's right. a real live pilot study we are doing of a, a great show. Well, actually, the second we've done in person, because we did do a live show. We did do one. I can't believe we forgot about that landmark That was achievement. only dumbass South by Southwest. That wasn't as cool as... <laughs> this, this is my this my home office. Real this house. Is, uh, we don't have an audience. They're not drunk, so uh, we can really get to the nitty-gritty here of what makes our current episode work. Which, of course, is Saved by the Bell. This is the second episode in our Saturday morning theme month. Our first episode in our season three premiere was on a little program called A Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But today we are tackling Zach Morrison Company. Uh, you know, the epilogue to Good Morning Miss Bliss, some may say. Um, but uh, we'll get to Good Morning Miss Bliss here in a second. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the specs here. So the pilot's name is Dancing to the Max. Uh, it is available on Amazon for $1.99 if you want to cough up that cash. Or you can go and uh, use Grimes' uh, password and username for Hulu like I do. And you can get it. it <laughs> you, can get, you can get it on Hulu. They won't have any issues with that whatsoever. And if people know your password, they'll know your hobby. So well. you now you're going to have to change it. Uh, so... What was I saying? Oh, the pilot's called Dancing to the Max. And one little note on Hulu, this is not listed as season one, episode one, but that is an error. Season one, episode one of Saved by the Bell is listed as season two, episode one. So the background to this is that uh, Good Morning, Miss Bliss was is a show that's basically known as Saved by the Bell, the junior years. And this is a show that's centered on a teacher. Uh, Miss Bliss, obviously, but it featured Zach, Screech, and Lisa. So no Mario Lopez, no Kelly, but Mr. Belding was also in the show in the same role. And according to Wikipedia, uh, it's got to be true. Yeah. The show was the first program produced by a major television network for cable TV. This case was NBC having produced it for the Disney Channel. So this show basically flames out after 13 episodes, but they retained the rights to the characters, the Zach Morris characters, and he still had a pretty big part, of, you know, based on the episodes that I watched. I don't know. Have you seen the Junior Years episodes? I have seen one episode where Zach was... First of all, they were way too young. Like, I don't know. The demographic was weird. They were, like, in junior high. They yeah, were, they like, were, like, kids. in eighth grade, I think, was the yeah. setting, yeah. And so there was an episode where there was this, like, club, almost like a fraternity. I, yes, this is the one I saw. The jacket, yeah. like, the Sigma jacket or yeah. whatever. And this is uh, the one I saw, yeah. Then he realized that those weren't his real friends, and he mm. needed to chill with Screech, his real true homie. Screech wasn't allowed in the mm -hmm. in the uh, fraternity as you'd expect, and Zach was pledging it in high, right. in like junior high to high school. So basically, they were saying that high school in this case has 
um, fraternities, which is interesting. Right. Especially, <laughs> and I think it was also set in Indiana and not Southern California. Yeah. It was so a that's awful. Yep, it was Who a cares? different setting. It wasn't Bayside. It was some other school. But anyways, now they call it Saved by the Bell. The junior years, they retained the rights to those characters and they transferred it over uh, into the, the show that you know as Saved by the Bell. So nice. this is the pilot. Director Don Barnhart, he did 81 episodes of Saved by the Bell. Damn. The Hawaiian-style movie, 91 episodes of New Class. I mean, there's only 86 episodes of Saved by the Bell. So he did all of them except five. Uh, the creator was a guy named Sam Bobrick. He also created Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Um, he was a writer on The Andy Griffiths Show wow. for a while, Gomer Pyle, very shortly on shows like Get Smart, one episode of Bewitched. So he's, you know, he was involved in a lot of classics. Uh, written by Tom Tenowich, who is a Mork and Mindy alum, and also Peter Engel, another Good Morning Miss Bliss carryover, and most recently he worked on Last Comic Standing. So he was the one that had worked most recently out of the three uh, uh, yeah, that yeah. we see listed there. Also All Men, so probably part of the uh, short staffing of the females in this pilot mm -hmm. and probably the show altogether, especially Kelly. Uh, let's also give props to um, Scott Gale. He's the composer. He did the music for all 86 of Saved by the Bells. He was a carryover from Miss Bliss. And then uh, Robin Limpin, who is the casting director, put together obviously one of the more iconic casts of the last 40 years. And fun fact, she also casted the Lifetime unauth Unauthorized Saved by the Bell story. Oh, so she she casted the <laughs> fake Saved by the Bell Andrew. people in the fake documentary, right? Um, so tell me about that because I have not seen that. All right. But well, that had a little heat, didn't it? It's on, yes. There was some controversy that had recently happened probably with Dustin Diamond, but you know, right. I get facts wrong a lot. So <laughs> something was going on. Never. And then this was about to come out. So they got right. very lucky and who knows if that was even real, but... It was your typical Lifetime movie, except the characters were, you know, what was it like behind the scenes? And it, mm -hmm. of course, they heightened everything like crazy, but it did. They did imply that like um, Mario Lopez and MPG were doing roids to get yoked up in a couple of those seasons where they, you know, and they did get did he, bigger. Does, does he end up getting bigger, MPG? He gets really huge in the college years, and uh, I think that was, like, in his personal life, he was doing it for, like, vanity reasons, and gotcha. then he just was, like, hulked up in college. Yeah. And Mario Lopez is in the college years, too? Uh, I think he was, yeah, okay. for a little bit, and, huh. and uh, Screech, too, and then the girls were different. Right. Okay. Um, gotcha. But, yeah, the, the unauthorized story was pretty great. I recommend mm. it. It's got to be I'll out have there. To, I'll have to check that out. Um, so, let's do a little title talk. So, let's obviously, peak 90s. Um, skateboards, flamingos, neon uh, squiggles, neon like whenever the screen like is vibrating, yeah. you know it's from the nineties. Yeah. Uh, Mario Lopez, great selection of scenes. Him fucking left in that way. And that smile, it's just like, <laughs> do like and then smiles he has, were invented to be put on his face. And then so. he has what is it, the lay, right? Yes, he has, he has a like the lay, and he just goes, he just goes like double fist pump. I like that too. Um, Ed Alonzo, that was kind of curious to me. So Ed Alonzo is, um, who's Max. the guy? Max. He owns the, the diner. Max. The Max. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was called that. Uh, he gets like a big spot. Is, does he retain that spot? He does in the first couple seasons. Okay. Like he's in, I, I want to say every other episode because they like play up, you know, this is where we hang out. This is yeah, where we go to yeah. school. And he so like, always shows up doing magic and shit. He does magic tricks. He like cheers them up when one of them comes in sad. And... So he's like a magician slash store, like slash restaurant owner, which seems yes. like something a restaurant owner would pick up on the side. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, go around strange. to the 
tables. Right, and I yeah. I did a trick. Give me five bucks. Um, pretty good age casting, I noticed. So when the characters graduated from high school in the show, they were 19, 20, 21, 19, 19, and 16. Dustin Diamond was 16. Super young. Um, he was 12, I guess, at the start of the show, and they didn't know, and that's the only reason he got hired. Like, cause I'm pretty sure that was, or he fell under something where they didn't have to pay him as much or something oh, like it was. Course. It was some legal like age thing. I had to of look course. more into it. But um, yeah. So Ed Alonzo gets the first lines, which I thought was curious. Um, the setup of this episode is that they are televising a dance contest hosted by Casey Kasem, at the Max, yep. and um, they obviously picked the right spot considering the first scene is twenty teens dancing in midday. Yes, which I thought Just was curious. Taking a break during study hall um, to go dance it out. They love it a ton. <laughs> yeah. um, the town is the opposite of Footloose. They're all terrible dancers. They should probably be barred. Um, and there's but there's one couple in the back left corner if you're watching this along with us and they're fucking getting down so um, I'll try to like isolate that gif I'm gonna crop yes. that gif of those people dancing and I'll put it in the show you're post. A gift master. Uh, yes, uh, dancing's supposed to be fun. Somebody somebody says that line when like yeah. it's a competition. Come on, guys. <laughs> Uh, another thing that I noticed right away is you do have to give it up for a pretty diverse cast. 1989, um, Slater is Hispanic. Um, Zach, he's obviously your standard white dude. Um, we have Lisa, who's African American. Kelly and Screech, they're white. So two out of five. Yeah. That ain't In bad for 1989. That's yeah. Pretty good. Um, we did have shows that were maybe I'm overstating that diversity. We did have a show like Family Matters. You know full black family that might have been um, the end of the 90s though was this it might have been it? a groundbreaking thing yeah because i don't remember as a kid i watched a ton of tv I think, like, lisa was like hispanic you know. like that is an interesting yeah, addition because you don't see that much setting it in california helps with that too. yeah yeah you, you kind of almost can't ignore it you gotta build that no asians of course because they're yeah. you know uh, I don't know why, but... Zach goes, well, if it was Asian, she'd be wearing all yellow like in the Power of Rangers. Of course, of course. Just yellow clothes <laughs> Doing at very all stereotypical gongs things. Gongs would go off yep. every time she entered a room. Every time there was a joke, a gong would go off. Uh, so Zach obviously does the Ferris Bueller thing here. Yes. Uh, goes Ferris Bueller, 346 mark. And, you know, the establishing scene is uh, pretty good. Like, three minutes, you get the push and pull between Zach and Slater. Uh, you get um, Kelly being the object of affection, the hot girl. You get Screech creeping on Lisa. Yeah, yeah. And you get Jesse, Jesse, who's kind of a little outside of the group at, at the start, at least. And so, obviously, they're setting her up as, like, I don't know. She, she's a core character, right? She is. And to me, so she's So why is she sitting like, at, like, a separate table? To me, she's kind of like uh, the Lisa Simpson of this mm. character block because she, like, she's like smart kinda, girl? she's super smart she has all these principles and she okay. tries to like uh lecture the group a lot and yeah um, and she's having the size issues here but she's too tall so she's insecure she has a lot of those and and later she becomes right. a caffeine pill addict in a very famous <laughs> that, episode yeah, that, so was, they go there there's, for an, all oral, the there's an oral history stuff. on that episode that um i'll have to read into they give her all the like serious stuff so she has like a, a, a size thing, but it's height, which I found very height, refreshing. She's yeah. standing on the scale. I thought this is guaranteed going to be a weight thing. But obviously she's super skinny and she's tall. And it's this is like a fairly optimistic show. I believe at some point it got classified as educational programming. Yeah, they don't actually, you know, I was a little kid uh, watching it and it seemed like serious a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, every week you're like learning something. And, yeah. You know, it was yeah. kind of cool. There's like positive reinforcement from the friends to Jesse about her size. Zach, yeah, yeah. Zach gives her positive um, um, enforcement, even if it is like kind of creepy with like the 
and your mom never tell you not to slouch you look prettier yeah. like it's yeah. a little creepy but it's also like they're friends and stuff i also thought it was kind of strange that like they, they were spending so much like because when you think of say by the bell you never think of zach and jesse right as like a, a pair of friends like that's not the first thing i think of. i think i think zach slater i think zach kelly i think screech Tur- lisa turtle Let's just call her Turtle. <laughs> uh, but I never think of those two. Like, they have plot lines after this? They have one where they're rehearsing for a play and there's a kissing scene. And Kelly has mad beef with that shit and walks shit. in on them practicing it. Of course, gets the wrong idea. Um, so that was a very special huh. episode that dealt with cheating. And Zach was like, hey, it's for the play. <laughs> but then he was, like, developing feelings. And him and Jesse had to talk about it. It was pretty real. Huh. And, but that's the only other one I remember where they, they spent so, so that, much time with those two. That's strange that the pilot, they, like, really built. Like, they it almost was like they were going to have a relationship. Yeah, and, and then they're he, like, Kelly tested better in the focus group. We need huh. to write. Or who knows? That's but. weird. Uh, there's, like, this music scene that I want to talk about. And it, like, goes and goes and goes and goes. One, Slater can really drum. That's cool. Yeah, he like has, you can't yeah, fake can drumming. Drum. You can fake every other instrument. Uh, screech. You can the only pack. way you can fake drumming is the air drum. You know, right. tap right above. But he was hitting that. Stuff. He's a good drummer, and yeah. Screech like seems like he seems like he was also playing a little piano. So um, I found that uh, child actors tend to develop. You know, you got to have a deep arsenal when you go to those true. auditions. That's <laughs> true. Why is this scene so long? I don't know. I think they they did um, later on develop like these kids were in a band together okay so there's like a music aspect there's to a it? lot of music there's like a behind the music episode featuring zach and <laughs> really yeah yeah they like it's, they like spoof the structure yeah and it That's was cool. before that show even existed wow, so it was more like it. you know like a, whatever it was that kind of show back then but yeah so huh. music kind of came and went and then there was another show that they introduced after say by the vocal like california dreamin or something like that and they were just fully a band that was like the basis of their friendship so they planted those. It was seats. like a, a band. It was like a school band scene, and like the teacher right. was like teaching multiple classes, so they kept leaving, yeah, and then they would yeah. play faster, and it'd be much better. It was rocking. Right, it was rocking, but it kept going. There was like four cycles right. of that. I think I, they just wanted to show that as like. You know, I know. Look at these. They I really tried like to play section. up the high school. Like we're gonna show them doing extracurriculars. We're gonna show them in class. We're gonna show them where they right. hang out. I think they're establishing like these kids are in all the same classes, all the same activities. They're inseparable, even though they're like... It's like the Saturday morning thing had two, had three sets. School, and apparently in Saved by the Bell, you never saw the outside of the school of Bayside. No. Great school name, by the way. Um, the school, the max, bedrooms. That was it. That's it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Which is... Beach it's cool for a little bit. Oh, really? Was, yeah, there one summer. It's kind of like when um, Full House went to Disneyland. Yes. <laughs> Every the, ABC the show Jones has things. to go to Disneyland since Disney yeah. owns ABC. Oh, yeah, that's true. That was odd. I would also say that I wish that my high school had like a cool place where kids hung out. Yeah, yeah I wanted to talk you, about you didn't some have high that either, hangouts. right? Well, not right by the school, but there were like places where you knew who hung out there and if you could or could not. We never <laughs> had like a hangout place. It was like no, you just go and like hang out and like buy lockers at school. Mm-hmm. But like it's like the Power Rangers and Say by the Bellcast, they had like cool restaurants that you go hang out. Right. You didn't even have to buy anything. You just, just go and chill. study. Yeah. You just go chill. Yeah. Which well, that's an urban a big, upbringing a big time versus lie. our crazy-ass <laughs> rural existence yeah. where you had to drive 15 minutes to get fast food. Right, that's yeah. that's true. We um, had a few hangouts. Yeah, what's, what's the other hangouts you uh, had? Well, we had the Greenville Diner. That was for, like, the downtown Oh, kids. you're talking about your hangouts. Mine. Okay, gotcha. Okay, go ahead. And then we had Perkins, but that was if you were balling and had a car because it was, like, no sidewalks. And also, you had to buy something. 
did have to buy something at every place. We you get, you get, but so you would you get, get a, a s- cup of coffee with unlimited refills for 69 cents. Mm, okay. And those All poor right. waitresses were getting about a 30 cent tip every time we'd come in there and sit there for nine hours. <laughs> Just give, hours. A, give yeah. a dollar. Just give me more refills, baby. <laughs> and then any other town, if you had a car, you would just go to like their McDonald's instead of right. our boring McDonald's. McDonald's you can kind of get past because the way McDonald's is structured, there's lots of walls. Walls, so you can like kind of hide. Yeah, you can use their Wi-Fi and stuff. Right. Yeah. You can always hide at McDonald's. But in, you know, like, we, they weren't close enough that if we had 20 minutes off school, we couldn't just go there. And right, also, right. they wouldn't let us out of school. It was like jail at my school. You couldn't just leave. Yeah, like, if you're staying after for sports, I think it was, they looked down on, like, people leaving and coming back. Yeah. Like that was weird. like a yeah they wouldn't let you just like freely go like i hear about these programs schools have where like you can go out for lunch yeah like to close by places i'm like what are these schools we like mine was run like a prison yeah mine was a prison but during finals week if you were in grade 9 through 12 you had open campus you'd have mm-hmm. a test in the morning a test at night i think the theory there being that we we're trying to get you ready for right. college but yeah anyway okay so um Another thing I want to talk about was, like, times when they did big applause and times when they didn't. I don't yes. think this is a very well-produced, like, live production. Mm-mm. I think, like, they really missed some moments. Like, when Zach and Jesse do their big dance, there's no applause. It fades out real quick. And they might have had an applause, but they cut it. But then there's, like, moments where, like, Mr. Belding does, like, some stupid twist demonstration for Casey Kasem to, like, impress him. And, they, and like, then freak out. And there's an applause, yeah. and they leave room for that. And I don't know if it's just because you couldn't cut at that point because Casey still had lines. Like, it seems like the structure wasn't really built. Like, you'd think, like, everything was built for the stage and for getting those big moments, but they miss a lot of them here. And they also could have easily faked it. They could have just muted or shortened that applause break for building and then taken that audio and boop right there for Zach and Jesse. Very odd. Moments that shouldn't have been emphasized live were emphasized, and then moments that should have been... Like, even the dances at the end, do you remember any big applause at the end? Not really. It was just kind of a smattering of general applause yeah. in the room. Like, the other know. kids and stuff. Like, there was no... The crowd didn't, didn't seem hyped. and right. like, It was weird. They didn't have Pete Holmes out there as a warm-up guy <laughs> yet. They weren't that blessed. <laughs> Who did Pete Holmes do warm-up for? Daily Conan? Show. Oh, Daily Show. Yeah, man. That oh. gave him so much cred, because then he could Shit. say, John Stewart's my friend. Shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, even though he's still a moron and knows nothing about current events and worked at the Daily Show, (laughs) (laughs) this is like insane. It's like going to college and learning not one fact. Uh, Casey Kasem definitely on set for like an hour. Oh yeah, get me, get me in and out. I'm done. Um, was he? Did eight? Did ABC have like a radio connection? I wonder if they owned the company that he worked. Probably, and I think he used to do a lot of like the Dick Clark kind of stuff. So I'm sure he was affiliated somehow. He was kind of like the other Dick Clark. Right. Right. Um, AC with the high tops, dancing. I love mullet, that. solid mullet. It looks love good, curly. Mullet. Powerhouse Preppies, that's a good name. Screech and Lisa end up winning. So Lisa's side story is kind of funny too. She doesn't want to go with Screech to the dance contest. Goes with this kid named Byron, who we're convinced tried out for Zach's part. <laughs> yeah. Got denied, and they're like, "We'll just give you this Byron part." Yeah, a good agent. <laughs> same haircut. Yeah. Um, kind same of same, size. same build, same size, and everything. Um, same kind of sarcasm. Um, so Byron bounces when she gets hurt. She like sprains her ankle doing something dumb. It's like a, it's supposed to be a moment of comedy, but it's pretty lame. Um, so he bounces to his backup date, and Screech ends, ends up taking Lisa. So he gets to the girl he creeps on for seven seasons or whatever, four seasons. He gets to take to this dance contest, and they win because she's hurt, and they do like some special dance that she can do. Um, so that's really where the plot um, 
basically ends up. They win, and then there's a big celebration. Uh, let's do some random notes. Okay. I wanted to get through that plot so we could do any more random notes that we had. So what else did you have that uh, jumped out at you about? You've, you've seen this multiple I've times. I've seen every episode of Save by I feel like at least this two or the, three times. I feel like this is the first one I've ever seen. And this was in syndication my whole childhood, yeah. teens. I would watch it in college reruns, anything. So, yeah, I think it was in syndication with me, but I was more Simpsons syndication guy. Yeah, me too at night. Uh, anything with, that was on Fox. Seinfeld, Simpsons, stuff like that, so... I actually like Zach talking into the camera. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, I used to love it. Wasn't, it, when it wasn't old hat. Out. Yeah, it wasn't old it hat at that get, point. They didn't wear it out too much. And um, they they like froze on set when he did timeout, right? Yes, that's everybody cool. just. Yeah. And then uh, Jesse, solid taste in music, having a Cure poster on her wall. I dig. I dig. Uh, and I also think that belting. I think a lot of the stuff in the show that we've talked about, like the music and the the high school sets and stuff. Mm -hmm. If you watch any, like, Dawson's Creek or any of them that came along that were way better, of course, you can kind of see Saved by the Bell. And I think you can actually see a little bit of Michael Scott in Belding. Yeah, a little bit. Not that Ricky Gervais was sitting there watching Saved by the Bell. You know what I mean, though. It's like No, more than Michael Scott, the broad Michael Scott stuff. Right. Yeah. So This um, is a show that's all about being broad. And I also wanted to talk a little bit. I know you might not have this. Oh, I'm ready. Whatever, but I'm ready. I like some of these actors in other stuff, but none of them ever like Lopez has the best job and the most money because he's hosting Access Hollywood or whatever and doing all he's that. He's a stuff. yeah, he's a person. He's like a Hollywood staple. Yeah, he's a personality. And um, Mark that, Paul Gosler he's is done a lot of stuff. He's got like a couple great shows on TNT. Those lawyer, the funny one and the serious one. Franklin, Franklin and Bash. Yeah, and yeah, the other yeah. one. But he was actually really good in this movie called Dead Man on Campus hmm. with the ki guy who played the drums in That Thing You Do. They were like college roommates. Oh, um... They found out if you kill yourself, you get straight... If your roommate kills himself, you get straight A's. <laughs> so they spend all semester trying to find a psychotic roommate so you don't have to study. <laughs> I like that. That's a cool Yeah, premise. so it was like a really cool. And then Tiffany Amber Thiessen was in Son-in-Law. She was kind of good in that, but then nothing ever. It was like Saved by the Bell, Son-in-Law was probably short, and then Dead. Do you know the drummer from That Thing You Do shows up in La La Land? Oh, he does. Yeah. He has kind of like a little comeback. That's he, good. He has a role at the very end. I like him. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, what did they, they call him? Glasses? Yes, because he yeah. wore sunglasses. sunglasses. Yeah. And then um, Lark Voorhees in How to Be a Player, a Bill Bellamy 90s comedy. She was pretty Damn. good in that. You're like, you got the deep cuts, man. And then uh, Elizabeth Berkley, not in Showgirls, which was mm. a disgrace and a mockery. Yes. But... Any given Sunday, she plays a prostitute that Al Pacino confides yes. in, and she like helps him that. to get his shit together and coach Jamie good, Fox. Good role for her. So anyway, I just wanted to like mention a lot of sexual some of these, roles for her for yeah, some reason. She was highly sexual. I think she was trying to ditch the kid actor yeah, thing. Some, sometimes they go over the edge. Obviously, Showgirls was that example. But back to um, Saved by the Bell, we need to talk about the clothes, man. <laughs> just all of them. <laughs> yeah, so what's like the short shorts in the gym with so their balls are almost hanging like, out? Like Slater and Screech almost just went low. <laughs> and then the loose socks. You loved Slater's loose socks. I didn't notice that the first time I watched, but Slater has like socks that are two times too big for right. him. So like you Over see, some awesome high tops. Though, you can see when likes. he like rolls them up, they're like literally there's like space in between right. his socks and he's the He's trying to pull it. He's like, you, you, got, you, you to prop buy, bitches screwed me. You have to buy huge. Yeah, he, he's like something happened with his socks. So look out for the loose socks, people. And, um, you know, I guess Any the other mullets. Clothes? Um, the framed jeans. The framed jeans and Jesse. The There's, framed hippie jeans. Yeah, there are framed jeans in Jesse's room, which I never noticed. I guess I just haven't watched this as much. Jesse's the liberal, so she has like the hippie jeans, oh, those are the hippie peace jeans. sign, all okay. the stuff on her wall. 
Okay, that makes sense then. That's interesting. Um, but just even like Belding's shoulder pad suit and like. Yeah, yeah, they're still rocking the shoulder pads. A lot, a lot of good ropes. fashion in this. Um, a, a lot of cool sets. Apparently, they had one classroom set and they would just rearrange it. Oh. So they never, they didn't have like multiple classrooms. Um, random notes. Uh, I like the line. Uh, Screech says a piece. Why can't we play the whole thing when the conductor says they're gonna play a Beethoven piece? Uh, that was kind of that was kind of funny. Uh, the music teacher gets a, like a big physical comedy moment. Um, he, you know, that was a pretty juicy role for a random teacher. I wonder if he comes back. Uh, he doesn't. No, but I know. Mm. No. Payphone in the school. Yeah, right by the that's lockers. a relic. Now that would be a charging station. Now that, yeah, that would be a charging station. That's a good point. Uh, the I pity the extras who have to hang in the background while Screech plays with that doll. They're just like four kids. They're just like hanging out, trying not to be embarrassed. The extras by... do have a bad time in the show. They don't get a no. line amongst them. Nothing. They're they just, just silent, hang out. Like almost like Peanuts characters in yeah. the background. Yeah. Like don't even get to laugh or anything. They don't get to clap. Right. I like the Jessie, like her vision of getting taller and taller. And when she goes out of the frame, her voice like gets an echo to mm-hmm. it. So I thought that was kind of funny. A nice touch. Little production. Uh, Slater would never be fucking around with Screech. We know that. I don't think so. I don't think so. Screech seems like somebody that would have popular friends, like, inexplicably, but... Just Zach. It's a stretch to say they would all embrace him like that. Zach's kind of like... You've got the one cool friend that makes it okay for you to hang out. Yeah, Zach's kind of like a closet dork, I feel like. He can't dance. He can't The pressure of being cool gets to him, and I think that's why he has to go back between the jock and the nerd. Because he's like, I can't handle it, man. He is a good main character because he's the conduit between all these different types of people. And that's kind of key for, like, a high school comedy because you want to have that diversity of... Not just like uh, uh, ethnicity, but experience. Every click needs to be represented. Every click needs to be represented. It's, it's almost like unless, a junior breakfast club. Unless is that, oh, that's a good point. Unless the movie, um, I mean, which came out, Breakfast Club came out first, first right? Yeah, so this yeah. must be a rip of that. So they totally <laughs> watered it down for Saturday morning. There's no bully though. There's bully episodes. There are bully episodes, um, but there's no like consistent bully, which is, is no, interesting. But nice because that gets old too. Yeah, the like if there was especially if, how are you gonna carry that on over six seasons like, of high school? Even Nelson and Simpsons gets like moments where he, he dates go to his, Lisa. He go to his house, right? <laughs> yeah. That was a, that's a pretty good episode, a memorable one. Uh, I think that's all I have. Yeah, we covered it. I mean, uh, Kelly's over underwritten. I think she doesn't get much. She she's, she's just the reward. Highly yeah. sexualized trophy girlfriend she, for Zach. Yeah, she is she's the, the carrot that gets him through high school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Real life Zach Morris quits, invents an app, <laughs> and is like buys the school and tears it down. He, Zuckerberg now puts up a wall. He is a Winklevoss twin. Yes, he, he totally is a Winklevoss. He, he needs his other Winklevi. Uh, you know, even if you know nothing about the future of the show, I think Morris is really good from moment one. Like he stands out. He was you'd, my you'd, first TV hero. You'd be like that kid is. He's, he's like cool. what they wanted the Ferris Bueller. Yeah. To go way back to our early pilot study days. That's what they wanted Ferris Bueller. They wish that that show had yeah. half the class. Of Say Bye Now. I it's I assume it helped to have that prior series too because he's in it and he gets to kind of build his character and like do be sarcastic and so he had acting experience so he comes in here like he's ready. And it's a cool you know? thing that you know in that time. They gave something that much of a chance to fail, and they stuck yeah. with it and made some pretty big changes and kept investing in it. And that well, goes some... to show that they were producing it for cable, which probably was their big payout. Like, when we sell this thing to Disney, it's going to be worth yeah. all these rewrites and some... cast changes. Somebody saw that there was something... Right. And that's good, in, because that's rare. In Morris. Especially in so. network, you know. 
All right, so uh, we're going to wrap up our pilot study discussion here. When we come back, we're going to do another quick uh, breakfast talk. You know, we want to keep our Saturday morning uh, stuff going. We're going to talk about some uh, discontinued cereals, some of the more famous ones. So we'll be right back and uh, stick around. I mean, I'd love to be partners with both of you. Why don't you just go with the best dancer? Hit it! Hello and welcome back to Pilot Study. I'm here with Grimes and we are talking today about discontinued cereals. And this so, is something near and dear to your heart, I know especially. Near and dear to my heart. So my relationship with discontinued cereals is, is that there are so there are a couple that I really want to try and I'm afraid they'll never come back. So the big one is Pop-Tart Crunch. Or excuse me, Pop-Tarts Crunch. Right. I don't know why they um, chose to... It's plural for no reason because <laughs> chose... all cereal is plural. <laughs> chose to make that plural. You I don't know why. one piece. So you asked in our break, you asked, because there's frosted strawberry, that's the thing. We're using a complex list and they say 25 awesome cereals that no longer exist. So go check that out if you want the whole list. They have a frosted strawberry one. There also was a cinnamon one. Uh, brown sugar cinnamon varieties. Those were the two. All right. And basically, yeah, there were little mini Pop-Tarts frosting on top, uh, filling. Uh, I'm, I'm a sucker for filling cereal. Filling cereals are amazing. They, they claim crunchy inside and out. False. So you don't think so? Very on the outside, breaking okay. your teeth with solid sugar. <laughs> the inside, I just remember being like wet mush. But I, as I said last week, I like to let all my cereals get pretty soggy. That's the big one that I've never tried and I really, really want to try. So we just stumbled across Berry Berry Kicks. I've, I've had that one. And You've had delicious. that one. It's healthy too. I didn't know that was gone. I would not have guessed it was gone. I have not shopped for kicks in obviously decades. Made the milk taste like blueberries. I agree. Delicious. Okay, good, good, uh, good. Ooh. Uh, so my thing is like, there used to be this store in Greenville called Big K Liquidators. Now, <laughs> now that I'm home, it's like a discount grocery store. <laughs> Big K cans, Liquidators. You know, open cereals and shit. Okay, okay. And so I ate Pop-Tarts Crunch from there for sure. And Mario Brothers. You and had Pop-Tarts Crunch. Yes. What do you remember about it? It was cinnamon... And Good. It was, I was a kid. I'm sure okay. I loved every okay. bite, but okay. I remember it. Not I remember on eBay. These. I looked. See, what they do is they trick you. There are fridge magnets of the expired cereals. Oh, man. But they don't sell the expired cereals. I just want to have a box. Right. You know? I just want to tap. I, I, Somebody I'm... has a box out there listening. <laughs> Send it to me. I'll give you my address. Right. I'll give you 10 bucks. But, like, I always loved and missed the movie and gaming cereal tie-ins. And I wanted to mention... Batman cereal because that was Ooh, so I think, delicious. I think that it was might like be a Captain here, Crunch kind of thing. Okay. And um, it was actually tasted a lot like Mr. T cereal. But so <laughs> every time there was like another movie or franchise, you know, G.I. Joe, um, yeah. uh, Star Wars, anything, they would come out with a I've cereal seen... for six months. And damn, if that Batman cereal was not delicious. I've seen the Batman cereal. Let's see if it's we like can. It's like a black box with. Like... Yeah, yep. there it is. Let's see if we can bring it up and see what the actual flavors were. It was so good. It was just like a. You said it's like. Um... Kind of tasted like a Captain Crunch. Yeah, it the... looks like those. Ripping apart the roof of your mouth. But it's like little Batman Little symbols. bats, yeah, yeah. And it was so good. But I would always go to Big K, like Friday, when mom's was buying the groceries, load yep. up on a couple boxes for that weekend. Um, yeah, man, I, I liked Batman a lot. I let me see, if, that last let me see week. if I can get to uh, some of these other ones. So we got, we got Berry Berry Kicks. We've got um, 
Mario and Zelda. And on that, see, it was half and half. There were like that's the box. That's what the box looks well, like. Well, on the back of the box, it would be Zelda, and on the front, it would be Mario. <sighs> that's pretty. Because dope. just like the cartridge. That's like pretty the, dope. Yeah. I like that. Dino or the, Pebbles. Not the cartridge, but the SNES. Or oh, the okay. NES, like yeah, I gotcha. We got Dino Pebbles. Apparently, the marshmallow variety's Gross. out. Did not like those. Dino like is just wearing straight, like straight up bling right here. <laughs> Swagged out. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a cereal fan of marshmallows. What about you? It has to go with the I like s'mores. Them. I like them. I don't like um, Lucky Charms. I would even go like one of the all marshmallows flavors when I was younger. Yeah. Damn. Mr. T, crispy sweet corn and oats cereal. That doesn't look great. That was the same as like That's Batman. the Batman. E.T. cereal. I've never heard of that. Nope. Wouldn't, wouldn't want that. Even though chocolate peanut butter is my favorite combo. Not in like cereal. Like Reese's Pieces. Oh, yeah. I love Reese's Puffs. You don't like those? Oh, yeah. I do like those. those. Yeah, I do delicious, like those. Man. We got some Smurfs. We got some Sprinkle, some Sprinkles, Spangles. I don't need birthday cake. For I don't breakfast. know what this is, but it looks Gross. delicious. These are the Captain Crunch donuts that I mentioned last episode. Uh, okay. Kind of like that. Mini buns. I, I've had those. I definitely have had those. I've had those. And that's what I should have put on my list last time instead of oatmeal swirl. And I've had. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> you really fucked up you with guys that. Killed me. Donkey Kong Jr. Uh, G.I. Joe had Sur- one. Surprisingly, G.I. Joe was my shit. I even subscribed to the G.I. Joe comic book. And you I never had every had that. doll. I mean, action figure. Right, right, right. And like, ended up in the army in real life, but I never ate the cereal. So that would be one that you'd want to try. I would try. try that. I'd pay 25 bucks for a box Teddy, of that. Teddy Graham breakfast bars. I've never had that, but that looks really good. I'd try that. S'mores Crunch was delicious. You've had S'mores delicious. Crunch? It was Golden Grahams, but they're chocolate Golden Grahams. They need to bring that back, actually. These C-3PO's look gross, gross. as fuck. Looks like gross honey. Cheerios or something. Anytime you have to promote honey as one of your flavors, get out of it. Get out of here with that shit. Gross nerds? nerds. You've had that? No, but it looks That nasty. looks disgusting. If anybody's had the nerd cereal, please let us know how gross that is. And then we just passed the god that I worship. French Toast Crunch is this on this list, we were but in came back. Together. Yeah, but came back. Yeah. And, uh, I remember, or shortly after, maybe we were done. Still out. It's still out, and that it's two fifty a box at yep. Target, and it is delicious. So Choco Donuts, Captain Crunch. So that is again, they sell donuts now, but they're not Choco Donuts or Choco Donuts or whatever you. Want. Oh, you here we go. Blamed me for ice cream. Here we go. Okay, so, so now I can actually see them. Uh, so they're Dude, like it came with gum. They're cones and so there's two separate pieces, the cones and the scoop and the But there's two scoops. kinds of scoops. There's a chocolate and a vanilla. So okay. you take your spoon, you craft it, you Okay. Okay, so man. this is what they say about this. This was the boldest cereal ever made. For two single years, 1987 and 2003, Children of America could choose from having a vanilla, chocolate or chocolate chip ice cream cone for breakfast. It was too forward-thinking to last. It was too progressive, Two man. years? America wasn't ready. So you only had it in 1987 and 2003. Did I'm you... sure I only had it in 1987. I did you not didn't have the Redux. No, no. Um, Turtle cereal, I do remember kind of liking. It was like wheat checks with marshmallows, so you get the sweet and the savory. Mm, okay, okay. Big K liquidators purchase. Waffle Crisp, another one that came back. Oreos just yeah. recently is announced as coming back. Uh, so you can try dislike. that. You don't like that? It is pretty sweet. I don't like Oreos. Now, those are the shit. Rice, Rice Krispie Treats, treats they're back. So, some of these have come back, um, but a lot of them I, I do want to try. So, what's your like top two you want to try out of all I the ones? Try or have G. again. Joe, and I would love to have Batman again. Okay, you want to have a Batman. I would. I obviously want to have the Pop-Tart cereal. Oh, we forgot to talk about Dunkin' Donuts donut yeah, cereal. 
You don't like donut cereal. No, I like real donuts in the morning. <laughs> I want a donut like fuck cereal. I'll go get a goddamn donut. Urkelos. We didn't talk about Crazy, that either. That's another tie. Ralston, it seems like, is the company that did all these tie-ins. So and they they're must not... just have billions of dollars now from all this licensing. They're, yeah, they're not around anymore, I guess. Um, Either that or they lost billions to having to pay seems, for all the licenses. Or is Ralston the company that like made the cereal and just had the in on the tie-ins? Maybe. Uh, we'd have to check that I'm out. I'm sure there's all that corporate fuckery, like man, yeah. McDonald's gets this movie, Burger King, you know. I would want to try Pop-Tart cereal. That's number one. I need that shit in my life. They're going to bring it back. I feel like the it's like the undercurrent is there. Like People, people talk about it a lot. Pop-Tarts in real life. There's all those, all those new flavors of, always dropping. One of nature's perfect foods. That's a big Kellogg's. And you know what? Judging by what you said, I'd like to try S'mores Crunch. I think you would like it. Because uh, I, I, like I, like I like the Golden Grams. They have a S'more cereal, but it's like... Um, it's like the balls, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's like you that. Need the graham with marshmallows. Cracker. That's the it, whole deal. It has marshmallows, but it doesn't have graham cracker. And this is chocolate, so you get the graham and the chocolate in I, one bonus. You know what's stupid is I didn't under I didn't get the graham cracker inclusion. Well, see in the picture, <laughs> until, we until now. Like, we weren't researching it like this. You know, we're going deep. We're in the weeds. I would never want to try nerds. That's the one I hope never comes back. And I'll stick with French toast crush, man. I, I rarely buy cereal now, but um. Yeah. I'll buy a box of that and eat half of it and throw the rest out just because I know I'll binge the whole thing. So, uh, Shante Co- uh, Cosme, uh, thank you for putting together. Shout outs. Shout you out probably to her. tweet that. Shout out to her big time. Um, we should have had her on the po- on the program today. We should have Talk her this cereal. month. I bet she would love it. I'll reach out for real. <laughs> She's the director of Special Projects at Complex. So, if anybody, uh, if you're listening, Shante, uh, come Get on. us on Jesus and Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. And you can then be on ours. It's fair. It's yeah, a fair it's trade. Fair. It's a fair trade. We'll be on the show. It's fact, not a big deal. You can come on whenever you want. Let's free free commercial spot. Um, but we're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys. Oh, my mic just fell. Thank you guys very much for listening. And uh, stay tuned for the rest of Saturday morning month. Um, we've got a very little known cartoon next week. Well, not the brand is well known. Um, but the cartoon itself, I did not know it existed. So we're going to be checking that out. Um, we'll leave a preview for that episode um, right after we finish up. So thank you, Grimes, for joining me today. Thank you. And in thanks person. for hosting me in your house. I love it. In person. Got to see the dog and Courtney. Uh, someday we'll do this again. Probably another 50 episodes, but uh, we'll do this again. And thank you to all who are listening. If you need to uh, catch up uh, at SoundCloud, we are Pilot Study Podcast. Also on Twitter, we are Pilot Study Pod. And uh, you can email us at pilotstudypod at gmail.com if you have a suggestion of a show you'd like to see or if you have, um, you know, a show of yours you want us to watch. Criticism. Constructive criticism. Constructive <laughs> criticism, uh, praise, and, of course, review us at iTunes. That is always appreciated. So thank you very much. I had been selected for a most important journey. I was to help fulfill the destiny of the two great ones, Bill and Ted. Wild Stallions rule! And trouble moves too fast Say the future We must learn about the past Whoa! Triumphant!